0: Uh, probably not, but I
1: can fix that in a second. Okay. Fix it now, though, because we're about to start. I need to fix (laughs) it. Fix it whenever you want. I mean, it's fine if you fix it on. Don't mess up the cameras. Ooh, I saw your camera in black. (laughs) I mean, Jesus. This is the intro right here. We got Steve fucking up cameras. We got Carmine (laughs) talking like a monster. (laughs) Welcome to the Theory Room episode 59, guys. (laughs) What What up?
0: Train wreck, episode fifty
1: nine. I'm getting the train wreck graphic for this episode. All right, John, whenever you' ready, my man.
2: Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the theater room, episode fifty nine. And as you can see, we are joined by everybody today from G Gen. So it's quite the special day. We got an awesome episode. We have an incredible. Q&A at the end with our boy Zuplex. So I'm going to start it out, just go around the horn in here. Welcome to our man who went to New York City and grinded it out for us. Zuplex City, (laughs) how we feeling today, brother?
3: What's going on? I'm a little run down from the weekend, but I'm here. I'm ready to rock. Let's do this.
2: I love that. You know, we're also going around here. Scythex, how you feeling today, bro? What's going on?
4: Good, buddy. I like the early start. I'm ready to go. Let's do this.
2: I love it. Sun's shining in. I feel like it's a bright and beautiful day. Yeah. And the sun's even shining in on the background there, sporting sporting a, a, the beautiful look with the bald head and the beard. Our man, one shot. How are we doing over there, Pumpkin? I'm all right. How are you? you good. I'm all right. Oh, I'm all right. I don't I know. Mean, there's man, no energy. I, oh, man. The no energy. He's got to come up a notch. So I'm going to let our man, our Try normal... The- El Capitan of the Ship of the Theater Room. Hype us up a little bit. Sparta Chris, how are we feeling, bro?
1: Oh, I am amped up. What's up, boys? There's a lot of stuff. Really, Werewolf by Night is the thing I'm most excited to talk about. That's uh, the big Excuse thing me. from this week. I was excited. But a bunch of reviews. We got a bunch of topics. Let's do it, man. New York Comic Con. That's, I mean, that's the big dog right here. So
2: I'm ready. Let's go. Let's get locked and loaded. We have a few, uh, a, a few topics here to get through, man. An awesome episode. Awesome content coming your way. So get your popcorn ready, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to start with you, Spartacris, here. We're going to go go She-Hulk. Listen, guys, I I like to look in on on everything you guys talk about. I love to see, and it it seemed like it was a roller coaster. Zuplex, I'm going to go back to a few theater rooms ago when you said, right off the rip, She-Hulk was reeling you in. And then you felt it plateaued a little bit. Actually, Sight said the same thing. Mm-hmm. Felt like it plateaued a little bit. And now you guys are saying it's reeling you back in. So, Spartacus, how you feeling about the most recent episode?
1: So, I'm going to throw out the first uh, hot take of the day. While it was a good episode, the entire world is blinded by the fact that Matt Murdock himself returned. While I love that part, it didn't make the episode any better. It's still the same show we've gotten for the last, I don't know, however, seven or eight episodes of the season. I enjoyed it just like I enjoyed the rest. It was funny. It came and went. You know, who knows how serious it's going to be by the end. And I, thankfully, they didn't do my boy Matt Murdock dirty. Daredevil still looked badass and awesome. And no, uh, that's really all I wanted. That's all I could ask for. But he's not coming wow. back for the finale. At least I don't think he is. So that's a little upsetting.
2: Uh, okay, interesting. Take Zuplex. How are you feeling about it, bro?
3: Um, This episode I loved, actually. Uh including the introduction of Matt Murdock and the Daredevil and everything like that. I I think we got a more, it's definitely a different version from the Netflix series of Daredevil that we got. Um, Doesn't mean it's a bad version of it. I I think it's a more acrobatic version, which was something that they didn't delve into in the, in the Netflix show. Really. He was more like, a boxer type. Um, he's not then,
1: acrobatic in the net. Really? I mean, I don't mean Thrupp, but what kind of nonsense are you talking right no, now? No, not
3: as much. Not as much, though. Okay. I, I, I mean, I guess. He wasn't doing the stuff you, he
1: did in, in She-Hulk. Well, I mean, he's got a few more years under his belt now. You know what I mean?
3: I'm just saying he wasn't as acrobatic.
1: All right. All right. All right. I, one, I
3: took your spotlight. I'm
2: one, sorry. One, <laughs> one would have to wonder... Like, oh, my God, well, I mean, I mean, listen, one one would have to wonder is this a knock <laughs> on his character arc? Hmm. <laughs> I, I think I think with
5: the Netflix
3: shows, <laughs> what they're doing is uh the Netflix shows are gonna wind up being a different universe. Okay. This is just this universe is Matt Murdock. It seems like that's because tonally he was different. Um I don't think it's going to be the same universe. This is going to be the the MCU's version of Daredevil. But I liked it. You know yeah, what I mean? I mean like, we
1: all enjoyed he, it, I think.
3: He, he was awesome. He, he was exactly who you wanted him to be and everything like that. Uh, outside of the Daredevil stuff, I really enjoyed the ending. Um, it went back to episode one where Bruce was telling Jennifer, like, you don't know what it feels like for them to see you as a monster. And now she knows what it feels like for them to see her right. as a monster. That was the best part of the episode. I thought.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Me too. Oh. Okay. One shot. How are you feeling about it, bro? I enjoyed it.
0: <clears throat> I mean, the CGI is a little wonky. Yeah. Well. But I, I, I do enjoy it. I mean, it was a. I wasn't expecting a She Hulk uh, Daredevil Fuck Fest. <laughs>
1: hey, but now, real quick, though, we got to see Daredevil himself do this walk of shame. Did that. Upset was or did that make anyone happy? That
5: was amazing. God, it I was amazing.
1: He, was, he legit was walking down the street with no boots on, full Daredevil costume besides the boots, after a <laughs> night out in the town with the uh, She-Hulk. So I, I didn't mind that, but I have a few friends who really did not like that scene. I
3: thought what? it was funny. It was a funny inclusion. It's a funny show. It's supposed to be yeah. about comedy. It goes back to the woke. Uh, people People yeah. are
1: angry when, when wokeness appears, and people are just okay with it. So Yeah. You know. That's the that's the bottom line. I thought it was funny. I thought it made sense. You know, I didn't think it added to the show
2: much, but that doesn't mean it was bad. Okay. On oh, on your uh, one shot, anything else after after the uh, the F Fest? You were just <laughs> you weren't fond of?
0: No. I, I mean, I enjoyed the whole episode. I mean, I'm wondering if we're going to get another appearance of the Hulk.
1: Apparently, apparently, a little inside information. You heard it here first, uh, or you heard it here after the show came out. Um, the Hulk is supposed to come back, and in the next episode, he's supposed to go toe to toe with Abomination. But oh, that's a big rumor. Apparently, there was some sort of leak about like a, a TV spot for the finale. But we also don't know if that means they fight fight or if it's like almost like a friendly thing because the Abomination is kind of a cool dude. I don't do know how they're going to shoehorn
3: that into this. Does, does yeah. long, I, I, it
4: doesn't make it. sense for the story to have that happen. It, it I, makes I agree,
2: no right? sense for it. <laughs> I can tell you I, immediately, yeah. and Scythe, we're going to close this topic out with you, bro. The, you gave a face that you gave a look that like it reminded me of my wife giving a disgusted look when I do something ridiculous. <laughs> you got to walk me through this look, bro. What, what was this look for? <laughs>
4: like don't get me wrong i want i want to see the hulk back but it has to make sense he's off in space what would be his reason to return back just to fight the abomination at this point in the story it, it makes zero sense so i hope that doesn't happen yeah um, abomination if, if
3: a meditation plant like not, if i if, not wanting yeah, to find anybody.
4: <laughs> if, if i'm gonna see the hulk i'm hoping it's some space <laughs> magic hologram thing that would be the only way i would like to see the hulk communicate at this point um as far as the episode goes, I I liked it. Um, like Chris, it wasn't crazy. Um, right. I'll say this about Daredevil. I liked him as, you know, Matt Murdock doing the lawyer. I liked him and Jen going back and forth in the courtroom.
1: Yes, that was probably the best part or the, uh, the best interaction between the two of them. Yeah,
4: um, my favorite line is from Daredevil to Jen saying "When the when you can't, help people with the law, you help people with She-Hulk. And it, I'm paraphrasing because I don't remember exactly, but it was something to the effect of, like, uh, when the law fails, yeah. She-Hulk is your answer type of thing. And I loved that. I love that coming from Daredevil because that's how he portrays himself as being a superhero. Like, I'm going to help everyone as a lawyer, but when the law fails, I'm beating someone's ass and I love that. Yep. Um, I think you got the you got the, I, the thing right, the
1: quote right. When the law fails, she, uh Jennifer helps. When oh, no, it's sorry, when uh yeah, when justice fails, she hulk helps. That's what that's yeah. like
5: that,
4: yeah. um so what I didn't like about Daredevil is and I feel like a lot of shows do this on all networks when there's when whenever there's like a, a crossover, and I, I mentioned this briefly, self-plug uh multiverse podcast. Um <laughs> Well, I mentioned this briefly, shamelessly,
2: uh, shamelessly,
4: shamelessly, oh, shameless. you. you're allowed, to- um, no, uh, you know, like, if you watch, like, let's say the Arrowverse, right, you're watching Green Arrow, um, Green Arrow is very dark, it's very, you know, all about murder, it's very grounded, you know, he's just, uh, he, he's like a, a Batman type of character in, in the Arrowverse, right, very brooding, dark, um, when he crosses over into the Flash, The Flash is a lighthearted show and he takes on the personality of that show and it kind of loses him as a character, Mm -hmm. if that makes sense. And I got that 100 percent in this where it's like this wasn't Daredevil that we know. This was She-Hulk's version of the Daredevil. And I don't think it's going to be the same Daredevil we get in the show later on because it's going to be different writers, different personality, different feeling to the show. So, I feel like the lightheartedness, the weird, you know, uh, I'm on a date with She Hulk, weird <laughs> Daredevil walk of shame. Um, I, that was specifically for the show. And I don't think that's who we're going to get later on. At the same time, um, I wasn't fond of the suit. I like the old red suit better. The yellow didn't the do nothing for me. I love the suit It walk. didn't do nothing for yeah. me. <laughs> I like the
3: suit. Yeah. But oh, you got to right. remember something. He did say that we were going to be getting a very different Daredevil. Even I don't morning. think
4: we are though, because if oh. you think about it, in the episode, as soon as Daredevil appears on scene, what are you hearing? You're hearing the Netflix right. tone. It's the same you hear, I mean, yeah, so but why why would Disney put the Netflix song in your ear if it's not the same character? That doesn't make what, sense. What are we What are we doing right
3: now? We're talking about it, right? there's more to it. There's more to it. Right? Honestly, it,
4: it, it, it's the same it, reason where in Miss Marvel, she's a mutant, and all of a sudden you hear the X-Men theme. The right. themes yeah, are to get attached excited. to the character. But it's, it's to to get, get aside, but it's also to say, hey, this one's a mutant. <laughs> this one, this Daredevil is from Netflix. Like, it, it's it's to tie everything together, I feel like. I, I would agree I with
3: uh... you. If, if I even come out and say already that we're going to be getting a different Daredevil, Netflix not, videos. I agree but Carmine. No, but, but Carmine.
1: said uh, they're uh, 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 gonna be like. Yeah, right Steve, your uh, mic's all left up. <laughs> not to means. not to go off on a major tangent here, but Carmine, you're taking that too literally. What he means is a different Daredevil because it's been years since episode yeah. season three of Daredevil, so he's had years. He's to seasoned. Heal. He's had <clears> years to, <throat> to kind of come to terms with how his life is to practice to get better and better. I think, Fred, I agree with you. It's the same Daredevil, but he's just mm-hmm. a lot more at ease because now people accept superheroes. He doesn't have to – he hides his identity, but he doesn't have to hide the fact that he's Daredevil, that Daredevil's out there so much, and he's had time to, like, really kind of develop a persona.
3: That's that's it, my yeah. take on it. It could be. I, I think because of the problems with recasting – all of the characters from the from those series, from the Netflix series, I think they're just going to say it was a different universe and it's do, use the cop out.
1: We'll find out when it comes honest. out, right?
3: Maybe. There's something recent also that um, Deborah Ann Woll hasn't been reached out to by Disney yet to re, uh, reprise Karen Page, so they're probably going to be recasting that. Like, I don't, I don't think, think we're uh, in the same foggy. No, I don't think we are. He hasn't been reached out to either.
2: We, we I heard time. he was. We've Got plenty of time. Yeah, for that I stuff. thought he was coming back. You, you know you know what too I think there's so much speculation with right. with Marvel everything <laughs> they do at this point just that like I mean listen Zuplex you said it you said it well like we're talking about it right I mean the fact of the matter is is that if we get everything there's nothing for us to talk about so I think right. it's uh I think I think they give us a lot and give us nothing at the same time and it gets those juices flowing and then really it's it's endless um very I just want a number yelled out. Up to this point out of ten, you can use decimals. Give me a rating on the show one to ten, Spartacris. Eight and a half. One shot.
0: Eight point six.
3: Zuplex.
2: I'm
3: an eight and a half. Yeah. Scythe. Seven point four. Okay. Seven
1: point four. I knew it. I knew
2: it. He's such a hater, bro. Now listen. (laughs) Now listen. listen.
4: I, I mean, I could we go 4.6 if you want.
2: We all know, we all know, guys, He's his cousin's Kenny Austin. He's up on him. <laughs> Someone's got to play the card. But but, uh, but either way, I'm actually, we're going to end that topic with Sight. sight. I'm going to actually start with you on this next topic because you were the first one that really hit us with the Werewolf by Night um, review when you wrote to us and told us about it. So... Dive in a little bit on, on Werewolf by, by night. How'd you enjoy it? Give us some feedback.
4: I, I loved w- how they created this movie. And for some reason, did anyone else think it was going to be longer than an hour? I did not know it was going to be just an hour. Um, um, I think I, I
1: Yeah. I think they said it was yeah. going to be like an hour, uh, roughly an hour long special. They hadn't I thought we were right, getting so.
4: like an hour and a half movie. Uh, I wasn't expecting it to just be an hour episode. I would have um, taken an hour and a half. One shot movie. thing. Yeah. That's for sure. But uh the way they did it with the black and white, um, and only only the bloodstone having color, I thought yes. was amazing. Um it, every time you do like a... I, what did they do this in? They did it WandaVision. was it like Sin City, Sin City, Sin WandaVision, City, like
5: yeah. it, it's all
4: black and white and just the red stands out. Like I love that stuff. Um
5: they so visually
4: Spirit. I thought it was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh it really captures the old school like monster movie. Like it was just, it was weird. It, it, the monsters were big. I, yeah. uh, it was just, I, I don't know. I can't get enough of what they did. I hope we get other versions of this, uh, of some other monster. I think every year this was fantastic.
5: Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah. I don't know. I, I hope so because it was, it was the way they did it was brilliant. Um, but, uh, I, I, at times, I will say this, at times I felt like I was almost a little lost in what was happening. Like, I knew they were hunting the monster, but I wasn't like, I didn't know who, they didn't explain good for me uh, who everyone was and okay why, you know, like, I, okay, they're all hunters, but who are they? Like, I don't know who they are. Why did they all want the Bloodstone? Um, I, I didn't really get that from it. And being not too familiar with this storyline, I, I wish it was explained a little more. That's why an hour long felt kind of short
2: to me. Okay, I now, Zuplex, now, I'm going to go to you here, bro, because like I did with Scythe before, you gave a very complex look. You gave a, like, you even said it too. You kind of play with the beard and said, okay. So, like, is Do you disagree with what site said, said about about explaining it? Did you understand it all right off the bat when you watched it?
3: Yeah, I understood. I mean, like they didn't have to explain much because the hunters really didn't matter; they were like cannon fodder, you know. In, Ugh. In, they were there to die.
1: Basically, Saitex's uh, defense: um, Zuplex could tell you what issue of what year of what page <laughs>
3: <laughs> these guys came out. So, um, Facts. I, I thought I thought they did a, a hell of a job. I think an hour. Like, yeah, they could have made it longer, but I think it was perfect with the time frame that they did. Tell a quick one-off story. Have it be entertaining. Have it be fun. You know what I'm saying? Um, have it be <clears throat> stylistically something different that we've seen from Marvel. Um, introduce three main characters to the Marvel Cinematic Universe all, all in the same shot. You know what I mean? Which was amazing to me. Um and also have it, like, loosely tie into the rest of the MCU while not being, like, heavy, over heavily handed with it, you know. Um, having the Bloodstone, like Fred said, the, the the stylistic choice of having the Bloodstone red, we've seen that used a few times. Mm-hmm. Um, having it all turned to color from the Bloodstone at the end was really a stylistic choice that they used in Mon and really worked. Um, overall, like, aesthetically, the, the, the special was amazing. I loved. Uh, I can't remember the actor's name, but the guy that played Jack.
5: Um, I
3: don't remember his name. But I it up. And uh, and then at the end, when he turns into the werewolf, you know, we got to see some relatively pretty violent stuff from a Marvel property. You know, he's ripping out throats. He's he's going amazing. straight in on everybody, which was amazing to see. And then and then we introduced the motherfucking man thing, bro. Finally, like, finally, someone said it. I, I was waiting for that. <laughs> Like like the, the man thing is one of those things that you never thought we were gonna see yeah. in the MCU, and we got it, and it was done to a T. Perfect, fantastic, absolutely fantastic.
1: And side note, man thing wasn't even fully CGI. That was a dude in a costume, and they yeah. they, just, they just enhanced him a little bit with CGI. Fucking amazing. Yes.
2: Some sometimes all it takes is a dude in the costume, you know? yeah, and things just yeah. come. Things just and come so well well off. Yeah, that's true. I ask my wife. Hello. Got him. <laughs> Got him. So Sparta. So Spartacus, listen, man, bringing this bringing Werewolf by night here uh to an end, bro. I mean, what was your outlook on it? Do you want to see more things like this? And then give me an overall, give me an over. Excuse me. Hey, dude, people are trying to run a, people are trying to run an operation here. It's you know what I mean? Three year old can't interrupt like this. You know what I'm saying? But uh give us Give us an overall review of it
1: after. Easy. So overall, I'm going to throw a number out there right now. I gave it a 9 out of 10. I would give it a 9 out of 10. I loved it from beginning to end. I'm a big horror movie fan, especially the classic horror movies. I love that Marvel dabbled in this kind of thing and that they made it feel different than anything we've gotten before. I agree with you, Zuplex, with the uh, the violence and the gore that we kind of saw. You know, Listen, it's Marvel, right? So they can't go full-blown gore like I would want but they did show a lot more than we've seen ever. So I absolutely loved it. Man thing showing up. Fantastic. The werewolf looked awesome. One thing I, my only real complaint, and this is just a nitpick is that I agree with you site. It was a little too short. I would have liked maybe like a couple, maybe a two parter, maybe if they had to. And I also felt like the transformation of the werewolf, it was a cool visual of seeing the shadow transform while the, uh, I forget mm-hmm. the name, but the character, the girl that was in the cage with him was screaming but I wanted kind awesome. of like an homage awesome to like um, a werewolf in Paris kind of thing where you see the transformation with practical effects, just kind of quick shots of the nails growing, of the hair growing, things like that. But, I mean, you know, beggars I can't be I think that was good. more of an homage
3: to the 40s, like Wolfman. That's what it seemed like. You know, I think so I think hopefully... they, that's how they did it back then. I don't think it was where, you know, I think they did, did make it a moment, but
5: yeah. to an yeah. earlier
1: project. I oh. do hope that if we do get more than oh, I, yes, I absolutely want more. Every year I want a Halloween theme thing, but I hope uh, each year kind of caters to a different style of, of horror. so like <clears> to your <throat> point, this was probably like a, more of like the '40s kind of horror movies. Maybe next year is more of like a slasher. you know maybe a following year is more supernatural thing. I would love that kind of stuff. but absolutely loved it. Nine out of ten for me, hundred percent.: Nine out of
3: ten
1: I'd,
4: for me as well.: I' go
5: eight
4: point six. Got it I love God. that.
2: All right. So listen, it it looks like a like a. You explain a, the hunter's well enough. Eight, <laughs> eight point eight point eight around there, but uh, I'm actually very curious right now. I'm gonna stick with the three of you for this next show. I'm gonna stick with you for the Rings of Power, one of my favorite shows right now. Sparta, Chris, I'm gonna start with you. Give me a little. First off, this last episode. Talk us through this last episode. Wow. And then give me a brief overview of how you think the series has gone.
1: So for this last episode, I mean, it, it was kind of understood that based off of the episode two weeks ago with the big battle that we saw, this one was going to be a little slower. My favorite pairings in the show were kind of the focus. So I like, um, I can't even think of the character's names now, the dwarf and the elf kind of thing, the, their mm-hmm. little pairing going. I like the stranger and his like, little mystery. Um, and then I also like mm-hmm. Galadriel um, and her little group losing the battle. Um, so I really had no problems with this last episode. I expect it to be slower. Overall, I, I will say that the Ring of Power is just not, it's just not doing it for me. Like, I want to like it. I, I think the visuals are excellent. I think the action scenes, while the, I know Zuplex doesn't agree, I think the action scenes are very well done. But there's a slowness to just the pacing of the whole show. And it's just it's hard for me to f- sit through an entire episode without, like, fighting myself to reach for my phone. So for me, it's good, but it's not great.
2: Okay, Zuplex. Very disappointing to hear. Zuplex, how do you feel about it?
3: It's the slowest show of all time. Like, I don't understand. <laughs>
2: like, like I, I, I don't get how
3: you guys like the show. Like, I, I'm, I'm watching it every week, and I'm bored out of my skull. Besides last week. Last week, I'll give credit where credit is due. Had a really cool battle. Hold on a second, because apparently it's lawn work time. This is what happens when we do a podcast at four thirty. <laughs> <laughs>
5: yeah. Um,
2: I'm going I'm gonna, I'm gonna hold off for real quick.
1: Yeah, let's jump so, to uh, the uh,
2: I mean, good news is, good news is, if there's not lawn mowing going on in your in your place, I got my daughter playing with Play-Doh for the first time in her life. <laughs> Actually, it's a real thing, first time ever. And she's a lunatic, so she wants me to like make smiley faces and letters. And when I don't, she screams at me. Yeah. So it's either a lawnmower or a screaming kid. It's all good. So site, please, please. Oh, wait, wait. They're gone.
3: They're gone. Let me finish what I was gonna say. Oh, okay, go ahead. Okay.
2: They're gone. Okay. So we
3: um we had this great battle scene last week, right? Amazing, whatever, even though the choreography is like out of early two thousands action movies. Um, You know, <laughs> like, I could, I could still enjoy it for what it was. You know what I'm saying? Yeah,
5: but it then, seemed like it.
3: But, yeah, it but sound then, like, it. like, this week, we just took a nosedive as far as pacing was concerned. We just went, let's make this the slowest episode ever and just
1: bore our fans to death. Because that's Zu- what they did. Zuplex is just a hater. Big time hater.
3: Mm-hmm. I, I'm telling you, man, I can't get yeah, into and, it. Like, and, and I I'm mean, I okay. <laughs> I mean, bro, <laughs> like, that
2: was... Like you just as... said
3: yourself, though, Chris. Is that like you? You're fighting yourself from reaching for your phone because yeah. there's nothing engaging about it. I got
2: know. It. Yeah, I did say that. I did say that. Wow. Okay, Scythe. I I need one here, bro. Come on.
4: <laughs> I'll give you one. Um, I love the episode. Actually, I thought visually, uh, her walking around. In the town, all red and ashy, and I thought that looked amazing. Mm-hmm. Trying to find survivors, the townspeople trying to help each other out. Um, people. Nimanor trying to like get people out and bring them to like a safe camp, um, before they depart back to uh, the island. Um, I will say the Foots always that's the one part of the show where i'm just like uh but i to their credit this time they it seemed like they finally like um got like a almost like a purpose where before they were just like doing their own thing not giving a shit the stranger's here it's not here i it they were just very boring to follow um the dwarf and the elf i they're amazing yeah. them two as a pair is amazing Absolutely. uh i i can't get enough that's of them the fact that we saw the crystal heal the leaf—I don't know if there, was this this past episode yeah, that or the was episode this episode yep. that episode Yeah, seeing the crystal heal the leaf and give hope to like the elven race, uh and having that be the thing that really pushes him to to uh, go against his father, the king—I thought was awesome. Um, I mean, it was just great, like story building with these characters. So, it being a slow episode, I don't really see that because it, I felt like we had the big battle. We're seeing the aftermath. You always have to see the aftermath of a battle. Otherwise, what's the point? And now we get to see how they close the show out. What's, what's, what's coming? What, what was that whole thing about? What was the battle? Um, the, the eruption of the island about hopefully we all get to see it in this, you know, finale or whatever. But overall, I thought the episode was great. The pacing, everything was fine to me. Uh, I, I didn't see it being like a previous episode right. and interesting enough for me, as far as uh, I'm we're probably going game of Thrones next. I'm going to say like, we're, we're, we're going like this, like where game of Thrones was up here. And Ring of Power started low. Now we're we're flip flopping for me, man. We're flip flopping. So
2: I, before, I mean, listen, I this is the only show I'm going to put one cent, not two, in. <laughs> it has been. I love Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love everything about it. It has been. It's been slow at times, but I have loved this show only thing that I've said from the beginning was each episode does feel extraordinarily lengthy yeah Like okay mm. hey, that was an hour and eight, eight an hour and eight minutes yeah, yeah. I'm that's gonna right. yell that by at my <laughs> infant sleep um, but it, it, it has felt like two hours every episode yeah. Legit. that's a lot of building up a lot of storyline whatever fine but I've loved the show. Zoop, I just, I gotta ask you. Because I've seen a lot of this. (laughs) I I noticed that too. Go ahead and hit us with the character arc. Go ahead. Go ahead. About
3: the character arc, bro, like the most exciting thing about the show was a stone changed the leaf. Like, what are we talking about? Like, <laughs> like the, most, the just... most exciting thing about the battle is the aftermath. Like Who needs to see the aftermath? We don't need to see the aftermath. I didn't aftermath,
4: say that was the most like... exciting part.
3: He also no, didn't the say, episode, he oh, he also didn't say the leaf
4: the... was the most exciting
1: part.
3: Like, you're just, you're just <laughs> picking through... out things. All right, all right just hold, pick, on, pick, hold on. Pick, pick. We went through... We went through 40 minutes of aftermath. Like, they, sh- they should show five minutes of the aftermath. All right, this is what happened. Yeah, it was a cool shot when she's covered in the red dust and everything like that. It didn't need to go on for 40 minutes at all. At all. Know. Like, that's a I, five minute segment.
2: Move on. I think this that's probably the basic of the show. I think this boils down to really like a sex scene thing for Zuplex, yeah. right? Yeah, he He's like, a, bam, bam. See you later. I'm out. Peace. <laughs> So like here's the thing. At some point, mm. I, I I see all jokes aside, I, I do see what you're talking about. I get it, bro. But I think in I think in the show and I think like most shows, there's a lot of unnecessary stuff that they're gonna throw in there, right? I think I think most times with a lot of shows, we look at it and we're like, they probably have to put that in there. They probably could have shortened that up a little bit. I think the one thing about Lord of the Rings, and this stems back from the movies, and you guys can tell me how you feel if you think I'm right or wrong. Everything, even with the movies, is very lengthy and cinematic. Everything, there, there's yeah. no panoramic view of, like, the, the environment, right? Like, what are the trees doing? What's the sounds? What's going on? And I think this has a lot to do with that, you know? I think they try and make this majestic thing. And not that you're wrong, Zoop. I, bro, I get it. Like, it's lengthy. I do happen to think that you're your definition of, like, we all have different de- definitions of everything, right? And, and One Shot uh, said it one time, I was in the chat with Johnny Butters and we were talking about something and, and someone brought up how I was like boasting my chest about being good and they were like cocky and I said, that's confidence, right? And I think we all have a different view of things. So your mm. character arc view, it, it leans more towards what our next show which I'll have you start us out with the House of Dragons, gives us, right? And just Game of Thrones in general. I think that vibes more to what your true definition of character arc. For me, a character arc is exactly what I'm getting from characters like a um, a Legolas of something Along Those Lines, where you see him where he goes from a prince that can't interact with anybody to someone who... Finds that someone he's in love with ends up loving somebody else that's to now arrogant. being a warrior and falling in love with humans Like there's just a different vibe, you know, so I think we all have different definitions of it um, And I think it really holds true And that's why everyone is dead slow And remember how I read you the reviews on Rotten Tomatoes how they were exactly the same and we kind of laughed
5: Yeah,
2: I think it's like to each their own, you know I'm not a Game of Thrones guy. I'm not a House of Dragon guy. I've watched one total episode, and I think it's abysmal. But is it abysmal? No, obviously not. There's millions of people who love it, right? And clearly, it's a great show. Clearly, it's written very well. And there's a massive following. And the same thing for Lord of the Rings. You may think it's dreadful and, and like, drawn out. And there's millions of people like myself and Scythe who are like, we need more, bro. Like, give us more, dude. You know, so I think uh, to each their own. Would you agree or no? I,
3: I would agree with that if both you and Scythe both just didn't say it's slow at times. Like you're both agreeing with our points also that it's slow. Right. <laughs> so I that's how it's slow. it yeah. still be good.
2: Yeah. yeah, of course.
3: I mean, I guess that's the problem, right? Is that it's slow and then I get bored and I'm just like, I, I don't want to watch this anymore.
2: This is the I mean, I
4: complained about Moon Knight being slow, like get to the point already. And you were like, This is fantastic! So, so it's it's the acting was actually good in
3: that. The acting in this show was like one step above a high school Shakespeare play. Ah, that's tough.
5: uh,
2: I don't don't
1: agree. agree. Here comes the Shakespeare impression
2: we all we all point to views we know we know we know Zuplex here to end this one and Zup, i'm gonna i'm gonna start out with you with the house of dragon because that's where we're going next bro and i know you're very much into that and and so i'm gonna start with you but the last thing i'm gonna say is you're a very sketchy character because you also you also were not fond of dragon ball z because you said it took 30 episodes of powering up and anybody who's out on dragon ball z <laughs> honestly mm. you kick rocks yeah i don't know yeah. i said I, said, of I like watching Dragon Ball V as – I have to binge it. I can't watch it week to week. Pretty soon we'll, well find you, out Zuplex likes the
1: Dragon Ball movie.
2: But, yeah, I mean, you, you <laughs> see what I'm saying? Like, a guy who says, like, like, for me, I can watch one episode and I get it. The whole episode is powering up. It's 22 minutes of screaming. But I'll tell you what. I'm so in love with it. I have watch 22 minutes of screaming. That's all I'm saying. Well, when you watch all, it, in fact, all I'm saying is Dragon Ball, when you watch it, in, like, a binge or like a, when they do the movies,
3: I like the movies. I mean, did you watch you have, Did you watch Super at all? I never had a chance to watch it yet.
0: Okay, you need to watch Super because it's not 22 minutes of them powering yeah, super, up. Super no,
3: super I understand that, fast. but that's, that's my problem with, with it as a series is sure. that watching it week to week, you get an episode where he's powering up for 22 minutes, and I'm just like, this is, but like, it's I can't still, watch it. I mean, you're fucking crazy.
2: It's climax, there, bro. <laughs> bro, it's just all a matter of climaxing, but it's I'm going to reel it in. Boys,
0: anticipation.
2: Just that in. I'm reeling it in. I'm catching me on Marlin. So, Zuplex, start us out with a little house of dragon, bro. How do you feel about it? Uh, get us up to date here, and give me an overall rating on how you feel about this show. So, we had another time, jump,
3: <laughs> Which was starting to get really, like, I I, like, it's tough because at the beginning of the episode, I see the time jump. I'm like, again, but then like midway through the episode, I was like, all right, this makes sense. Like they had to do this time jump to get us to the point in the story where we're at now. Um, This, this episode in typical Game of Thrones fashion is the perfect setup episode for the finale. Next week's, if you, if for those of you guys who don't watch Game of Thrones, we talked about it this last week. The finale isn't the last episode, the right. finale is always the second to last episode, right. and then the last episode is like the cleanup and setup for the next season. So knowing that we get the finale uh-huh, next that week, aftermath. <clears throat> I was thinking the same yeah, thing, setup for next season. <laughs> um the but, aftermath, but Knowing that this is what that's setting up, it was a fantastic episode. Absolutely riveting from start to finish. Um, once you see all of them around the table with the king, and the king's trying to just keep them all together and solve all the problems at the, at the last legs of his life, mm-hmm. and all the infighting just... And you see that, like, Rhaenyra and the queen kind of make up a little bit, and they kind of start seeing eye to eye, like, the king's dying, like, we should really bury this hatchet. And the kids are like, fuck that hatchet. Unbury that shit. We're going to war. It's our birthright, this, that, and the other thing. And now you can see where the kids are starting to kind of rule everything.
2: Yep. Okay. Uh, Scythe, how do you feel about it, brother? (sighs)
4: Yeah, The time jumps are annoying, as I've been saying every week pretty much. Um, Overall, I thought... (laughs) And I've, I always joke, like, the king should have died seven episodes ago. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> it, like, he, he's literally a walking corpse in this episode. Like, he has... The, the fact that he lasted the whole episode is is crazy. Not but, um, walking. He's, just, he's yeah. just a moving corpse. <laughs> it, this was the most powerful I felt the king was the whole series, though. Like, him, like, struggling to get to the throne... Um, And and to oversee, you know, what was it, the petition or whatever, Mm -hmm. like I thought that was a strong scene for him. Um, His last like thing, his last like king duty, I felt like. Um, And then him getting his family together and giving the speech like Zuplex said, that was uh, it was a great scene to pull his family together. And at least for that time, he saw everyone enjoying um, themselves besides the kids. Um, so I thought that was awesome. Uh, the, the kid with the eye patch, I know he's like, you know, got, um, I was about to say God of war, uh, game of Thrones lore. Like he's got, yeah, he's you know, more, more, he's a big guy in the, in the series. Uh, I can't stand him. I hate, I hate him as a character. I don't like <laughs> him at all. Um, the, the young kids that are not Valerian, I thought they were kind of funny. Um, uh, just the little smirks he was giving them the whole time at the dinner just to piss them off. Like, I don't know. I thought that was uh, pretty good, but um, overall the episode it was just other than the King stuff. It wasn't that great. Like if this was supposed to be the big finale before the finale, it it was, it fell flat. Like, I don't understand what we were supposed to see here. That that was like spectacular. It was just, you know, a, a family dinner and, and, some what a little training scene in the beginning of the episode and a stupid time jump again. So I don't know other than that, it was okay.
2: Uh, This is, by the way, this is the first time that I've gotten, I've gotten a, a smirk over in Spartacus's corner Normally it's been one of you guys, but this time he had a smirk and he's been shaking his head for what seems like four straight minutes.
5: Yeah. So, sparta,
2: Chris, <laughs> I'm going to go over to you because you you clearly disagree with something here. Well,
1: I, I disagree with a few things. Not that I disagree, but I'm just I'm not following a few things I heard. Number one, Zuplex, um, just to come and come at you a little bit. You're complaining about aftermath. There's, we don't need to see 45 minutes of aftermath. Oh. Game of Thrones is all aftermath. The ninth episode, the eighth episode or ninth episode <laughs> is a major thing, and the entire finale is Aftermath. It's an hour-long episode of Aftermath, and yet you love Game of Thrones. I haven't heard you say one bad thing about well, Game of Thrones. To be
3: fair, so, it's usually the most boring episode of the
1: season, too, though. Oh, now all of so, a sudden there's a negative thing, but I'm just saying, like, you know. I'm just saying that's how they do it. it. I'm not saying
5: it's a
3: good thing or a
1: bad thing. In my opinion, you're just hating on Lord of the Rings because you want to hate on Lord of the Rings because <laughs> you saw Clerks 2 a bunch of years ago, and you really like Randall. Now, the other thing I got to complain I got to kind of shake my head at. Scythe, this, I'm coming at you now a little bit. You know, you're saying mm-hmm. I just don't know what the you know what the setup was. It's all about basically drawing lines and saying these guys are gonna go at it with these guys. Aegon in particular is gonna essentially lead the charge for the Targaryens for his side of the Targaryen war versus uh, Rhaenyra and all her kids. I mean, it's pretty yeah. I get, I get the
4: war is coming. I get the war is coming, but I will I, say I was. Ex-
1: Okay, sorry. Good.
4: No, it's just like if this was the the finale uh, before the finale, I just there was nothing to up. this episode other than we know the war is coming. So We've been knowing that the war in particular.
1: Is coming. I don't disagree with, and I also don't disagree with you guys on the time jumps. I believe we're now three episodes after they recast or brought in the new actresses, I should say, for Rhaenyra and Alicent. And three episodes later, I still don't get why they had to do it this way. And I'm not saying that the younger actresses couldn't play the characters now. Maybe they (laughs) do not they're old enough. Perfectly fine. But as I told somebody recently who has not watched and she wants to start watching, to skip the first five episodes, start with episode six. There's no reason to see the kids at the young age, Rhaenyra and Alice that I'm talking about specifically. You might as well just start when they're adults and the older actresses are playing them and go from there. To me, that was such a weird decision even when they did it, and they have not ex- proven to me that it was necessary to begin with. I know there's time for that. Otherwise... The only thing I'll say is...
5: That... Go ahead. Finish. Otherwise, finish
1: I fucking... I, for me, House of the Dragon, Game of Thrones, that whole aesthetic in general, I just prefer that style over Lord of the Rings. So <laughs> I'm like, you know, the more the political intrigue is really kind of what they do, and I'm into that. I, you know, Even if they remove some of the dragon stuff, I'm much more into the way House of the Dragon and Game of Thrones in particular handles the fantasy element. So, you know, I give House of the Dragon kind of a D edge over Lord of the Rings.
4: I mean, to its credit, it's keeping me interested all season for a show that I thought I would never be interested in. So I give it that. True. Um I just I don't know. It the political thing, like all that stuff is great, but to to come back um what you just said about not seeing the first five episodes. Those were the best five episodes to me. Like well, th- But it's those-
1: not, I'm not saying that in the sense that you're those that's the worst part of the season. I'm just saying that it feels like those first five episodes is like one is one show. And then these <clears throat> since then it's another show. You just don't need those. Nothing yeah, it, I get, this I, way, get, I, Nothing that, in that happened point, in I those first five episodes matters now. You know, we could have just been told through uh, dialogue that Allison and Reniro were friends. We could have been shown that Damon and Would Renera it be as powerful though? Absolutely.
5: Well, would it, it be it, would it be as
1: powerful? I don't yeah. know if it would be. It absolutely is. I don't
5: know if it would be. But see see it's
3: always better to show you than, show oh, you than tell oh, oh. you.
1: When the voice goes high, um, that means it's true. Okay. And my voice just hit a pitch I've never even heard <laughs> of before.
3: Here's my thing. Like I, I I tend to agree with you guys on the time jumps that they did too many of them. Um and I didn't like the recasting we talked about that in length in one of the episodes.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh
3: However, I would say that seeing the original actress for Renaris right now with kids that age would not work as a visual thing.
1: I mean, and I, I think she yeah.
3: just look far, fine. far too young. That's fine. But I like, it, again, skip the first five episodes. As I mean, much I mean, as she I mean, was the better know. actress. And I'll agree with you guys on that. She was definitely the better actress for the role. She definitely killed it in the first half of the season. But for where the show is going overall i like the queen was kind of a, a swap for me right like she right. like the actress that's playing her now is just as good as the actress that was playing her before berners yeah. is really the one that's the big problem right yep i do want but to i don't clarify. know if visually sorry go ahead i don't know if visually it would have worked with her having older kids like 17 kids at this point that she has you know, with, with three baby daddies. Um right.
1: Well, Fred, let me let me let me clarify a question short. for you though. So you were saying that that you didn't uh like Aegon Targaryen, right? You don't like the you didn't like the, the, the character, I guess. Are you saying yeah. that as in you don't like the way he's portrayed? He just seems like a shitty character, or are you saying that you just don't like the like the, the persona? In other words, like everyone hated Joffrey from Game of Thrones.
5: Yeah, everyone hated I was the same thing. but that was the I was point the of the character <laughs> you're supposed to hate that
1: character so it's like in essence the, the actor did his job same thing with asher in spartacus everyone hated that character but that's exactly mm-hmm. what he was going for so are you are you thinking you hate Aegon the right way or you hate him because you just think he could be out of the show and you don't need him
4: I, both like I, I don't know i don't know how to answer that like Yeah. I don't like him as a character. So he is doing his job. If he's supposed to be the villain. He
1: is. I mean, that's, but yeah,
4: if, if he wasn't, if he wasn't in the series, if his story didn't exist, I, I wouldn't be missing it. Like, I I don't know. It's just, he does nothing for me.
3: Yeah. I think the, the Joffrey thing is a, is a good point because you never watch Game of Thrones. So, at one point, there was this kid. He was an actor. Uh, you know, he played he played the uh, the King Joffrey, right? Uh, the would be king. Everybody hated this kid, hated him. But he was playing it to the point of making you hate him, right? Right. Mm-hmm. So it, it worked. It worked as a villain that like you want. You couldn't wait till they killed this kid. Like you wanted to see everybody murder this kid. Like that's how well he played him. Right. And I don't know if uh, this kid's gonna play Aegon the same way, but. He's starting to feel like that. That's why I agree. Is
4: I agree. it is it going to be the same character when we time jump to season two?
1: Probably not. It'll be Probably a new actor. A actor.
3: <laughs> they'll they'll, they'll <laughs>
1: recast him with uh, Martin uh, Short. They're all going to be adults. Yeah, yeah they're all going to
3: be adults
2: at that point. All right, listen, overall review time, Spartacris. This, <laughs> this episode
1: for me gets a, a 8.5 out of 10. Okay,
2: Zuplex? I'm giving it an 8.8. 8. Uh, uh, sorry. Do do we dare? Do we ask?
4: I, I'm still in the sevens, uh, probably seven point two.
2: He's Consistent. I thought. By the way, I thought for sure he was giving a seven point eight. So that's even lower than I thought. Wow, he really yeah. hated this it. <laughs> All right, guys. It was good. It was just wasn't great. I don't know. I want to. We'll I want to. Take- again.
5: <laughs>
2: I want to take. I, by the way, you reminded me of Gimli so much there just now when you did that. That was wild. Um, I, uh, you could be cast as the next dwarf king if you want. Um, <laughs> you could, could. he could be great. The beard, the whole nine yours. He looks like a big burly guy. You know. Um yeah. I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna jump into some news now, instead of show reviews. Let's do it. I like that. News does instead anyone, of reviews.
5: That's does anyone love?
2: Does anyone love? keanu reeves more than us right now i mean it's like john wick Four, john wick in general but do we want to see john do we want to see keanu reeves as ghost rider most recently reported by him that would be the character he would love to play so one shot we haven't heard from you in a few segments here i know because you didn't have much on the shows so i'm going to dive in with you with you first number one would you be excited about it? Number two, is that something you really want to see and can fit in? And number three, if not, do you have somebody in mind? I'm the one that posted it to the Facebook page. So, yes,
0: I agree with it. Yeah, I mean, that that doesn't really tell me anything. Because no. that <laughs> if I didn't give a shit about it, I wouldn't have posted it. I'm like, oh,
2: okay, cool. All right. I just want to make sure yeah. where we were going with that. Go ahead.
0: Yeah, I agree with that. I'd like to see Keanu Reeves do it. I think he'd do very well with it. Uh, don't really have anybody else in mind.
2: Well, no. I mean, if, if if you can see him with it, that's it. It's your guy then.
0: Right. But, I mean, he's phenomenal in almost everything he does.
2: Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure? Hey, that's I the, loved it. That's
0: it's, the, it's the version funny. of Ghost Rider yes. we
2: want. It's funny. <laughs> cool.
1: I want Ghost Rider to come out and be like, whoa,
2: dudes. We got to play a song. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. And right. go- Sights, Sight. Sight. go ahead, bro give it to us the three same thing man do you 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 love the news about it is that the guy you want and if not is there somebody else you'd love to see playing
4: i love that he wants to be ghost rider i think it's fantastic if if the mcu is going johnny blaze then yeah Keanu Reeves would be amazing i don't want to see johnny blaze though. i want to see robbie reyes and i think the dude um who's funny his last name is reyes in the show yeah from uh the hell terminator drawn a blind terminator dark fate. Not Terminator. That's the guy. That's the guy from that's uh the, 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 of, the Sons of Uh Anarchy spinoff. That's oh, the guy. Oh oh. oh. What on. the hell is that the, show? The, the new jacks Teller. Mayans, Mayans. the freaking Mayans. My god.
1: Come on, bro. Um,
4: the guy, the main character of Mayans, I would love to see play Robbie Reyes. Um I that's the version of Ghost Rider I want to see join the MCU. Did and if they of. do some sort of they do some sort of multiverse thing where we can get both of them, then sure. But um if it's only one, I want to see the Robbie Reyes one.
2: By the way, I, I'm 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 conflicted which way to go here. I'll tell you why. Cause you said if they're gonna go Johnny Blaze, I'd love to see it, and Zuplex emphatically nodded his head, like <laughs> and then you said Robbie Reyes, and Zuplex went. But Chris went so so. Zoop, I'm gonna go to you here, bro. I want you to give me both sides of this because you had two different points of views on it, obviously, right? So, which one yeah. would you rather? Which one would you rather see? And is Keanu Reeves your guy?
3: I my Keanu Reeves is my guy. Well, yes and no. Okay. I, I like. I think he could do awesome at playing Johnny Blaze. Okay. I want to see him in a villain role in the MCU. Mm. I think he's more suited for Mr. Sinister or even um, Mephisto. I think he would do awesome in those roles. However, I don't hate the casting of him as Johnny Blaze either. Like, he could definitely play that. I was hoping for Norman Reedus to play Johnny Blaze personally um, because I think he would be a better Johnny Blaze in that role. Now, the Robbie Reyes thing, I don't want to see Robbie Reyes without getting Johnny Blaze first. Like I'm okay with bringing Robbie Reyes in later on, but I think you got to do Johnny Blaze first. Even with the storyline the way it is and everything like that, I think you have to, you have to give Johnny Blaze the credit where credit
2: is due first. Wow, Chris gave this. Chris gave dude. If you go back and watch, if that's not his new thumbnail, I don't know what he gave a stank face of epic proportions. He went like this.
1: Norman
0: Reedus.
2: Well, hold on, that's, uh, Steve.
1: You're on the same page as me. Hold on one yeah, second. Can we can we just go discuss ahead. for a second? Like, I love Keanu Reeves, all right, and yes, his movies are excellent. So what? But between Keanu Reeves and Norman Reedus as Johnny Blaze, we're gonna have one guy who just goes
5: whoa,
1: and one guy who just goes mm. like there's there's no real like range in either of them. Uh, that's my first sentence. Okay, my second thought is. You absolutely can have Robbie Reyes without giving Johnny Blaze his due because Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. already did that. They made Robbie Reyes, Ghost Rider, the Ghost Rider for their show. And all they did was, in a little flashback, uh, Johnny, yeah, Blaze the up. Johnny Blaze shows <laughs> up. Like,
3: what? Yeah, but
1: we listen. Doesn't make any and sense it, what you just said to me. Hold on, hold on, hold on. And, all right. And we and, all know that
4: high pitch came back.
1: We all know if they do a Ghost Rider movie, if they do a movie in particular, you know, I don't know if they're gonna do a show, whatever the plans are. But if they do a movie, you can have Keanu Reeves in the movie as Johnny Blaze, mentor a younger Ghost Rider, Robbie Reyes. Yeah, and then by I'm the honest, end he's gone. Do
5: with Johnny Blaze first.
1: For me, if Keanu Reeves is gonna be Ghost Rider, I do like the fact that he wants to play it. But can we all picture? Can we just for a second picture Keanu Reeves in an MCU movie? He doesn't have the quippiness. He doesn't have the comedic timing that everyone else has, like you know oh, I think he'd be a better villain i i I don't disagree with that I think he'd be a better villain, but he also doesn't have a mean bone in his body, so I don't know if he could pull that off, although he has he oh. did play a villain in man of Tai Chi, so you know he was good in that one, but you know what I'm saying like we can he was, get he was the anti-hero
4: in uh Constantine <laughs> like anti-hero. everybody hated him
1: yeah, but i mean uh, i don't I, I wouldn't call him the villain or Whatever, but I don't know. I'm, I'd be interested to see it because it would definitely be a very different role that he plays, you know, in a because in the MCU machine, they, they operate a certain way and there's going to be a lot of jokes and all that kind of stuff. And he could play the straight man to the jokes, but can he be the one who gives the quick? jokes and quips. Do you
3: think they choose uh, that formula though for Ghost Rider and Blade and stuff like that? Like, with Blade coming. No. Do you think we're going to get a lot of do you think we're going to get a lot of jokes and Blade? Yes, and I'll tell you why. Cuz right
1: now in Phase 4 is all about experiments. They gave us Eternals, people hated it. I loved it, but people hated it. They gave us Shang-Chi, they hit a home run with that one, but it's a very different it's funny, but it's more of a martial arts Marvel movie. They gave us uh, um, uh what was the last one? Doctor Strange 2, more of like a horror themed Universally people did not like it. Thor Eleven Thunder went the full blown comedy route, people didn't like it. They're gonna for phase five, I know you don't like the word phase, they're gonna pivot right back to the same old cookie cutter Marvel movies what? and we're gonna get the quippiness, the the quick act the sad moments cut by a joke. Like we're gonna go right back to the old stuff, which I don't hate, but come on, man. This is the, our world, all right, is not built what about... for things to change and they're not gonna start now. The about... They wanna make money. What? What about Moon Knight? Not a lot of jokes. Everybody yeah, loved but it. That, that wasn't. That's not a big Moon Knight's not yeah. a character like Ghost Rider. You can't get away. Like Moon I mean, Knight, they're in the same Werewolf by Night. Like I
3: know we know they're the same. Werewolf but, by but Night The, the also. general public doesn't. There wasn't a lot of jokes. Everybody seems to love it. So maybe the the characters with the darker themes,
5: mm.
3: your Moon Knights, your your Werewolf by Night, your Blade, your, your Ghost Rider, and stuff like that. Maybe, maybe you can I get away so.
1: with no, not having all so. the jokes. People you know, know Ghost Rider is the problem. You know he he's a he's a popular
3: character, not as popular as work. others, but he's popular. Well, because people know him, they know that he's not jokey, so they're not going to be looking for the. If they make an overly jokey Ghost Rider, everybody's going to hate
1: it. But see, not necessarily, because if you watched Agents of Shield, Robbie Reyes was a quippy kind of joke uh, Ghost Rider, and, and I hated it. <laughs> well, you hated it, but I I thought it was excellent, and I liked it. Those those yeah, seasons of it. Agents of Shield, people absolutely loved. That's when the show um, really started to hit its stride. So.
2: I mean, listen. In all in all fairness, Zuplex, you know, if he can't if he can't find it in one of his comic books, he's
1: out. Find me the issue where goes where Johnny Blaze is quippy and jokey, and then all of a sudden, Zuplex will be on board. That, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna
2: ask you guys about this last <laughs> piece of news. issue I will be on board. There you go. I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you this last piece of news, and then we're gonna go to a little special segment here with with Zuplex about an event he was just at, which I'm definitely excited to ask questions about because some of the stuff he posted was insane. But last piece of news here to our favorite, our favorite organization ever, DC, (laughs) the best of all time, the great, the GOAT, DC, I got to ask you, Scythe, I'll start with you here. Our taking over for Kenny Austin um (laughs) ezra miller returns for the flash reboots
4: you're starting with me on that i'm starting
2: with you i gotta ask you real quick i've never seen someone and this screams dc right like i've never seen someone be accused of more get arrested multiple times everybody everybody, everybody wants this guy gone and he's back for flash reboots. reboots so, Sight, yeah. how do you feel about it, bro? Does it tickle I, your fancy?
4: bro? I don't <laughs> understand it. I don't understand it. What are you reshooting?
2: Right. I, uh, the movie's 13 like, at years this point,
4: now. I, dude, like, they already reshot scenes without him. Like, they were trying to erase him. And now, oh, he apologized. He won't ever do it again and then he'll punch somebody two weeks from now. Like (laughs) The guy's a joke. He should not be a part uh, of DC in general. Uh, The Flash character needs somebody better um, running him uh, as an actor. (coughs) Excuse me. Sorry. Yes. Yeah, I mean, we say this all the time, but uh, it's true. He would be fantastic. But even if it's not him, it's definitely better than having Ezra in that role because at this point... He sucks as a flash. He sucked in Justice League. Um, he he, he's, he's just not Harry Potter.
1: I mean, he's
4: just I don't get the appeal for him either. And, and just because he apologizes, all those things he did are OK and OK enough for to reshoot and change things in a movie that should have been canceled. In all honesty, um, if you cancel back or why are you not canceling the flash and just rebooting the whole universe in general? So where's the whole the thing just doesn't make when sense. You, need them,
2: you know, where's yeah. where's Campbell yeah.
3: Culture? When we need him. How is he avoiding it?
2: He's, I,
4: he's a nobody. I, I, I don't, I I don't have, know. I have
3: the answer to this. I have the answer to this. It all comes down to money. At the end of the day, Discovery bought Warner Brothers. They're trying to figure out what to do with all these movies. The movie was already shot and put in the can, right? They spent hundreds of millions of dollars on that movie.
4: Batgirl was finished. It was I'm finished, getting,
1: and I'm they said no. The they spent 90
3: million on <laughs> yeah. Batgirl, and they said, Let yeah, they yeah get no. To not. the Batgirl debacle. Hold on a second. They took a look at Batgirl. They realized it was so unwatchable that not only did they cancel ever putting it out, they burned the footage, which right. is unheard of in Hollywood, right? So they already took a loss on Batgirl because it was that bad. They can't take another loss on Flash now. So they got to bring him back. In my in my opinion, what they're probably doing is reshooting the ending. To get rid of him completely again, he's not gonna be back. Yeah, well, I don't think they why would
4: would you bring him in to reshoot him leaving?
3: (laughs) It just doesn't (laughs) make sense
4: to me. I mean,
3: they probably had to. I don't know what the storyline is, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know how they did it. So, it's I would, if I had to take a guess, I would say they brought him in to get rid of him. He's not gonna be the flash in any future projects, they're probably rebooting the entire universe using Flashpoint as the catalyst, right? Which I don't think was the original plan. And now with the whole Discovery taking over and then trying to recoup money somehow,
4: because- That's, that's giving DC really, a lot of credit. Yes. If yeah. they do that. No, it's
3: giving Discovery a lot of credit. Like, that's what I'm well, giving whatever. Credit you, But there's a difference, because we're not, we're not dealing with the old DC anymore. And everybody's got to start understanding that. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're obviously- figuring out what to do with these movies that were in production, money already stacked Do The loss on Batgirl, they can't take another loss on The Flash. It screams money move to me.
2: That's what I'm going to say. All right, one shot. How do you feel, bro?
1: What was the question? <laughs> about Ezra Miller coming back for reshoots for The Flash?
0: Uh, it's a horrible idea. I completely disagree with it. 1,000%. They should have brought, uh, what was his face from the CW series?
1: Grant Gustin. Yeah. Yep. Welcome he, he, to the conversation. Sorry, I was doing what you asked me to do.
5: Quirrell.
0: <laughs> You're going to love what I'm about to send you.
1: Hey. Okay. Quirrell.
2: Oh, yeah. The Flash. I hate him.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I do. I hate Ezra Miller's. It's all right. Conversion. It's all right, Steve. I'll just cut that. I'll cut that out. No big deal. Yeah. Okay. That's fine.
2: <laughs> Listen, That's he's, he's I mean. going to cut you out. We're we're putting Ezra back in. We're good. Don't worry. I'm calling now. Ezra Miller
1: in for reshoots. I'm, I'm calling trying to watch him right him now. It in
2: now. <laughs> yeah. All
3: right. Wait. Listen. Wait. Uh, hold on, Chris.
1: I just need to. Go ahead. Like, you need Chris's thoughts on this. What are they reshooting? Sweating. I knew you, you saw. That's Chris what I was saying. I'm sweating. That's right what, now. what I was saying. The movie has been filmed like ten years ago at this point. All right. It there was a complete edit of it, and then they said, "Wait, we're going to delay it for another six years." Then they reshot. They did reshoots then. They brought Michael Keaton in. Ben Affleck's Batman. They, they confirmed I going to be multiple Flash, multiple Batman, all kinds of stuff. Reshoots out the ass. They're going to revamp the movie because mm. they're going to use it to reboot the DCEU. And then they pushed it back again a few more years. They did more reshoots. Black Adam's coming out now. The Rock was like, hold up. I'm creating my own universe. You can't be releasing Flashpoint near me. And they said, yes, Mr. Mr. Johnson. We're just going to move it back another couple of years. Now, Ezra Miller is coming back for more reshoots. Do they rewrite the ending for the ninth time? If this movie comes out and it has any kind of coherent storyline from beginning to end, in any way that makes me leave the theater, because like an asshole, I'm going to go see it in the theater anyway because I'm a fucking scumbag. I'm gonna, if I walk Jim. out and I'm not like, that movie was trash, it'll be a Dude. miracle. There's no Bro, way. No can way. We,
2: can we... Can we all agree? Can I just tell you guys what happened? What happened? Yeah. Please enlighten us. I know. I know what happened. He's got blackmail on him. Yeah. That's got to be. Maybe. Yeah. What do you think? think, There's no other. By the way, there's no (laughs) other plausible way that he comes back. None of us can figure it out. Right. Right. So we're racking our brains. I think we're pretty intelligent people. We're talking about this, but let's just you think in the grand scheme of things that everything happened outside of this between wokeness, cancel culture, everything we've seen. The fact is, is I can't call a rock the color gray without being racist. Okay. Right. So I can tell you, there's no way this guy with being accused of, uh, being accused of, of physical assault, brainwashing people, no way. After the Britney Spears brain- brainwashing case, right. uh, the assaults, no way he comes back unless he recorded somebody sucking someone's dick. No yeah. shot. I, I He's 100%. I know it for a fact. You heard it here first, Gen Nation. I'm telling you, he had a little peephole somewhere with a camera set up. He caught a little pee-pee on the tape. Shouldn't have been in someone's <laughs> mouth. And he got it. I'm telling you right now, dude, you heard it here first. Because there's no way, bro. There's no way. Anybody who runs a absolutely business. Absolutely don't disagree. Any business. Any business. When that Anybody who, is, who you're paying represents you and represents your <laughs> overall brain. They're an extension of you. Anytime somebody takes a hit, look for God's sakes. Look at Johnny Depp, man. Johnny Depp was accused of something without ever being proven otherwise. Right. Was completely canceled and destroyed. The guy's whole career was destroyed. And he had, he had, a, he had a career. Ezra, Ezra Miller's a bum compared right. to Johnny Depp. It took Johnny yeah. Depp going to court, fighting for his life in the public eye, literally fighting for his life in order for, for Disney to think about reprising him in his role. Ezra Miller is a nobody. Why else would he be called back for reshoots? Everything's been canned. Doesn't make sense, bro. I'm I'm just, I, I, there's nothing else to me. I look at, listen, it doesn't matter anyway. Does anybody care? DC sucks. Big donkey balls. It doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. It's
4: a, it's, it's, it's so annoying because flashpoint is such a, a a major event for the DC uh, universe, but it's such a major event. And it's, it's, just such a shit show with Ezra like quarterbacking yeah, but, that but whole that thing. It, it, the DC I don't get it.
1: Formula: Batman versus Superman is a major event in DC world. The Justice, Justice League, League a is a event.
2: major part. Of, they're all major. They screw parts.
1: it all up every single time. At this every... point, Black Adam determines whether or not we're going to get some sort of coherent DC movies no. going oh, forward. No.
2: Because if that, that you, flops, there's no listen. Wish. I think I think you guys would agree, and and this is something. We've talked about it, all of us together. And the fact is this. They've proven that when we give them an ounce of doubt, an ounce of hope, Mm -hmm. they will completely curb stomp us 30 seconds later by giving us horseshit on our doorsteps. What do I mean by that? Absolutely. Wonder Woman. We thought we had... A movie there, we thought we had a character. what they give us Wonder Woman 1984. Thanks for the oh dog God, shit. Yeah. okay <laughs> they gave yeah. us they they gave us they've now given us seventy five different versions of Batman. They've given us you know how much of Superman. We said Justice League is coming out uh, we, we see Batman versus Superman maybe. Maybe we got a shot here. What I saw in that movie, I was raking my eyes. Okay? Yep. You're talking about every time there's an ounce. Aquaman was, okay, you know Aquaman 2. You can, you can stick, a, a stick up my ass. I'd rather <laughs> have that than watch the movie coming out. I'm telling you, bro, there's nothing they've done that I've said, anytime we give them a little bit of credibility, they kill us. And why are we talking, we're talking about all these characters. We're talking about, we're talking about in depth views of all the different characters that we're going to be getting. And quite frankly, you're not going to get it anywhere else than at Comic-Con. Right? So that leads me right into my next, my next point here (sighs) with Zuplex. Zuplex, listen, you, uh, you, you gave us everything you had by yourself. In Comic Con, for God's sakes, the guy's back was seizing <laughs> up on him. Um, it's you know, long, it's and, a long weekend, it's a long yeah. weekend, and and he got the newly reported um CDC right. Comic Con COVID. Um, you heard it here, and the Comic Con, and but he's back though. If first of all, if you haven't checked out his TikToks with the interviews he did, dude, they're 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 awesome, bro. You really there, did okay, really, well done, great excellent job. There wasn't a lot of downtime. Listen, I, I I nitpick on that shit, you know. And I was watching it, and I was like, I was like, you yeah, know, this kind of works because even like the way you approach it, your voice, like you know, you kind of have this like grizzly bear raspy voice with it. You're asking questions. It's pretty cool. Like, scream Comic Con interview, bro. It was really good. Um, so. I'm going to give the first question, guys. Please jump in at any moment in time. Site Spartacris, one shot. Uh, First of all, um, going there, what was your favorite part of it, bro?
3: Um, Just being back, to be honest with you, because the last two years, I wasn't able to go because of COVID. And last year, they had some insane restrictions that they wanted to put on people as far as vaccinations and PCR tests and all. So just a lot of people had backed out from going as far as, like, dance-wise and panel-wise. So there really wasn't enough for me to deal with all the bullshit to go. So last year I bowed out of it. But I've been going to New York Comic-Con since 2010, right? So I've I've been going every year. I I plan vacations around, my vacation week around that time of year. Um, It is something that I've I've looked forward to. So not going for the last couple of years really, like, stunned a little bit. So... I was just happy to be back. See what they've done with the con, and they changed everything. It is so much bigger, so much bigger because they did the expansion on the Javits Center. So now they're using they're, they're using all five floors. Wow. Of wow. the Javits Center. Wow. I I'll tell you right now. I was there, I you? was there for yeah. for three, three days. I right. wound up being two, but um, I didn't see probably. I probably only saw about sixty percent of what they had going on. Wow, wow, That's it was crazy. so much, so much. I've never seen it that big before. Um, so yeah, my favorite part was just being back, man. Like just being back among the people. Like the, I'll say this: every year that I've ever gone to Comic Con, usually places that you have like big crowds with a lot of people, there's always some sort of bullshit going on,
5: right. fight,
3: this argument. Never at Comic Con. i never see bullshit everybody's so nice and just happy to be there like even like this is the first time i've ever ever interviewed cosplayers right i thought it was going to be weird like i honestly stepping up to the plate myself like i I was like i don't know how i should go about asking people you know what i mean i was just like hey you want to do a quick interview for my youtube and they're just like damn i can't wait awesome bro like everybody was just so excited even the people that said no we're just like, oh my God, thank you so much. But no, and I'm like, oh, it's not a big deal. Like everybody was just so super nice and like
2: having a good time. It was super awesome to be there. I, I gotta I gotta say just a quick thing. Uh Scythe, you have a question for him right after?
4: I have a question, yeah.
2: Okay, yeah. so we'll go to you right after. I one thing yeah. I have to say, man, and it just goes back to your TikToks and interviews. I told you I was watching them, I was really in love with them. You had a segment of Lord of the Ring, yeah. Uh cosplay characters, right? And and it was a great question because it seems like such a seamless question to ask. What do you think about the rings of power? And they were like, they haven't watched it. You literally said, you guys are the worst. And I, <laughs> dude, I bro, I fucking died, man. Yeah. I was like, yeah. I was like, let me tell you, it was, it was so, dude. It was like, it was real, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, you, yeah. you're like. How the fuck are you dressed up like this? And you haven't <laughs> watched the most recent show. They're talking about how much love they are. It was awesome, bro. It was
3: awesome. They bro. were so nice about it too. Like they laughed about it. Like yeah. they laughed that I was busting their chops a little bit. Like right. afterwards, they were even saying to me, like, I oh, know it's crazy that we haven't watched it yet. We're waiting till it all comes out. We're gonna binge it as a while we're playing D and D. Like they were, they were so like such like sweet innocent kids. Yeah. Like they were in their early twenties. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like they were just like we we just like being friends like it was just so like i i didn't want to rip into them too bad at that point you know what I mean?
4: were were so, they the ones uh were they the ones that were from california
3: no 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 no. that was the uh captain america the female uh, captain america with the iron
4: man I, I thought that was interesting because usually everybody flies to cali for comic-con and yeah. new york always felt like it, it was for us not for everyone type of thing it, this was yeah. like the first time uh I heard like somebody from Cali who has San Diego's Comic Con to come and to Wonder our con. side and, and enjoy it. Yeah, they have San Diego and they have WonderCon, right? right. Which is like right.
0: They said New York was the biggest con they'd been
3: to, didn't they?
4: Yeah, which is crazy.
3: Yeah. I, I did they, not expect she that. The, she doesn't go to San Diego. She said she goes to WonderCon, but New York was mm-hmm. bigger than WonderCon, which I which I could see. I could see what, that happening.
0: Especially what, what, the way
3: it was this year.
0: What was your favorite costume? Uh, so that was my question. Um, <laughs> oh. I, 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 thought, I
3: thought you asked, so, your question bad, asked right? a question. No, no, no. I you're good. There were two costumes. I was I, I, was trying to get interviews with the guys, but um, they were the most impressive things I'd seen there. But they were getting mobbed by so many people. It was like going to be impossible right. to like, get, get an actual like uh, interview with them. What I took pictures of them. I think I sent them to you guys. I don't know if they went up yet. One guy was the hobgoblin, right? Oh, I saw the picture. And he's on a hoverboard that he fashioned into a goblin glider. And he was just gliding around the con. It was amazing. So sick. And then there was the Mandalorian who had the speeder bike. Yep. And it was an actual. I saw that picture. That was fire. That was an actual scooter. And he put mirrors on the side to make it look like it was levitating. I mean, come on. I love that shit it was so
4: creative
3: i was trying to get more footage of these guys for you guys but they were mobbed yeah by people it was so hard to do um if you look at at the photos and they'll be up on our instagram and and everything later on too uh if you look at the speeder bike it looks like it's levitating you gotta look at the bottom of it He put mirrors so it mirrored the ground below it fantastic like it took so much work but the out of the people that I interviewed the juggernaut was amazing the iron man suit was amazing um everybody had a lot of really cool detail to theirs and there's still more i'm still gonna be throwing out more interviews later yeah. on nice that's, that's awesome,
2: awesome. And also, and, and keep, you got a question
3: yeah well f- so
1: firstly uh i'm working with zuplex we're gonna put a, a nice like little montage video with all the information on youtube <laughs> yeah. um as well as the tiktok stuff so you know if you want to see it really very first join the tiktok if you want to wait you'll see it on YouTube um zuplex excellent job i was really i loved everything i saw so far uh my question for you is what was the character genre whatever you want to call it that kind of dominated comic-con this year x-men anime a lot of anime okay a lot of anime uh
3: mostly one piece
1: you know what it's funny you say that because uh uh, just from different other accounts i follow one piece seemed to be the one as well um but i didn't you didn't share a lot of one piece so i was kind of curious
3: um, so the One Piece stuff, cause I, apparently they were debuting One Piece Red, which mm-hmm. is I guess the new movie, the yeah. new One Piece yep. movie that's coming out. Um, and that's what, that was one of the other things that I, I thought they kind of screwed up this year with was the panels. Okay. Uh, Cause they were, not only were they very hard to get into, but they were very hard to find also. Really? Cause like, cause they changed it from, from how they've done it for the past 10 years So if you've been going for 10 years and you know where the panels always are and then all of a sudden they change everything to different areas that you don't that you didn't even know existed because they're new areas. They're very difficult to find. Um, There wasn't a lot of exclusive panels this year when they used to have a lot more. I'm hoping in future years that we'll get more of that stuff back. Mm -hmm. Um, But that seemed to be the big one was the uh, the Back to the Future reunion panel panel. The Super panel, the Walking Dead panel, for some reason is still big. I don't know why. Uh, and then the One Piece, <clears throat> the One Piece panel um, was a big one also. The Walking Dead has a big relationship with New York Comic Con because mm-hmm. when the Walking Dead was super popular, they had New York Comic Con had the exclusive rights to the to the first episode right. and like. They- the first episode of the season and then the season would debut at the at the the sunday of new york comic-con so it was always their centerpiece but as the walking dead got like less and less popular new york comic-con just kind of stuck with them you know so a lot of other stuff we're missing out on because of it but they also used to do the netflix uh netflix marvel shows always used to do new york comic-con also so Hopefully, they get some of that type of stuff back. I was hoping that Marvel would do um, something for the Disney Plus shows, but, you know,
4: maybe yeah. in the future. I feel – yeah, I don't know. I hope, but I feel like that's just always going to be like a D23 thing. I, I, mean, know, yeah, uh, totally, but
1: I got another question for you. My thing is – Sorry, go ahead, Fred.
4: Well, I was going to say I went to Comic-Con before COVID started like basically six years in a row and every year to like you said, it was very walking dead, you know, all yeah. all your badges were walking dead characters. Like it was just every year is the same thing, same thing. Um, but what made Comic-Con interesting and uh, I, it's kind of like a two question thing. Um, what made Comic-Con interesting for me was how, how easy it was, it was to spot, a celebrity amongst a crowd like you can just walk around no matter where you are in the con it's like oh shoot it's yeah. this guy it's that person like I-, I was waiting online for some and norman reedus walks by me like it was so easy to spot somebody who was who was the person that you saw or a couple people that you saw uh amongst the crowd as you're wandering the con
3: this was the first year i didn't see anybody really That's not, a single, not a single one which was crazy because like and i agree with you New York Comic Con has always been a more friendly to the celebrity thing where, where they could just walk the crowd and no one really mobs them. No one really, like, mm-hmm. ass them. everybody's super respectful of them. Whereas, like, San Diego, I've heard of, like, it's crazy what happens right. to these people. Right. You know, uh, so New York's always been really cool about that. But now they have what seems to be, like, a celebrity area that they built for them. That they can all go and like chill out in like a green.
4: Room oh, type of thing. So they're like keeping them I don't know. away from
3: everyone. Yeah, I, don't know. I don't know if you got VIP badges, if you had access to that, you might have. Um, but it seems like amazing if you did. It seems like there weren't really anybody um, walking the floor like they normally do. I did see Topic Farland at the CGC booth signing, which is pretty cool. Cool. Um, That's cool. CGC did a good job of streamlining their process, which was very helpful to me. Um, At least I'll know for next year, (laughs) because I didn't know for the first day there. But um, I was able to get some great deals on some comics. I was able to submit a bunch of submissions to CGC, so I'm excited for those to come back. We're going to do some unboxing videos Nice when they come back.
4: Very cool. I
0: have a question. Yeah. What is the most common cosplay? that you saw
3: this year um excuse me sorry um a lot of captain marvel interesting which which i was surprised about um a lot of captain marvel and there was also and i you know what i had taken note of this too while i was doing it a lot of a lot of mighty thor a lot of the female thor that makes sense Uh, i can see that and, and uh a lot a lot of moon knight not nice. shit tough. Really. really? Yeah, but he's yeah, got he's
1: got the right look for cosplay. I mean, it's an easier cosplay to do. It's You know, easier a white costume. suit with a white mask yeah. and gloves? I mean, that's it's pretty much done.
3: Like yeah. There's all versions. They had the bandage version. They had the Mr. Knight version. They had, like... Right. There was a lot, a lot of Moon Knight walking around.
4: Uh One other question I have is... uh Obviously, like, the panels are... Um, why a lot of people will show up. They want to see, you know, the actors, they want to see the exclusive footage and all that stuff. But one of my favorite parts of comic con for me is actually artist alley, seeing all the artwork, being able to talk to the artists of comic books, of pictures, of anything, getting their autographs, you know, just having a, you can just have a friendly conversation about why they draw this character Mm -hmm. right at their booth. Like, uh, to me, Artist Alley was always a fun experience, and being able to pick up some interesting pieces. Uh, do the, did they still have that? Was it as large? Did it grow? Um, what would you think?
3: Um, they still had Artist Alley. It was it was probably just as big as previous years. They moved it from that um, that extended area. They moved it to where they used to do the autograph signings. So now that whole room is Artist Alley. Uh, all it was downstairs? Wasn't that all the way yeah. downstairs? Okay. Yeah, all the way downstairs. That's what I'm saying. They're, they're really using every inch of the Javits Center. It's, it's wild to see. Um, I don't know where they moved the Autograph Alley to. Like, I couldn't find it. I yeah. don't know where it was. Like, I, I don't know if they're not doing it like that anymore, if they're just doing random booths around and stuff, but I couldn't find. That was one of my biggest problems this year was I couldn't find a lot of stuff. And I was spending a lot of time looking around for certain things, and I felt like I missed part of the con because I didn't know where anything was, right. and they didn't do a real great job of like letting people know where yeah. stuff was. You know what I I'm, mean? Like, you know, that's one of the things that Repop. But one of the things I will say that Repop does when they do these cons is anything that didn't work this year, they will fix for next year. Yeah, sure. Let find me. Uh... A way to make it
1: better. Uh let me throw out one final question for you for for the New York Comic Con. Uh this is the biggest question that we're going to ask you. This is what everyone's clamoring for. All right? What cosplay are you wearing next year when you go to Comic Con?
3: I know I know what he's
2: wearing. It's not happening. You guys Come aren't going to get me
5: to get again no on Hold on. Hold
1: on. I'm I'm telling you right now that <laughs> I'm going to go to Comic Con with you next year. But Okay. I went to see Star Wars: The Force Awakens as Kylo Ren. Okay, I'm a cosplay person. I am going to okay. Comic Con in cosplay. You got to come with me in cosplay. Yeah, I'm not doing it. Can, yeah.
2: can I? Was can I if, with if, sure. Sure. If, <laughs> can I make can I, was I, can, I, can I make a suggestion for you that will that uh, <laughs> you will you will not overheat in, and I think fits your frame perfect. Yeah. What's this? Taylor moon bro oh!
5: you'd be a great looking Taylor moon got <laughs> <laughs> it i was expecting honestly
2: uh zuplex thank you for for yeah, making the venture out there by yourself toughing it out for us bro and adding the content to the page dude as always that was it was fun to watch we we had a full arsenal of questions to ask you and i know there was so much more you wanted to do um So much yeah. more to see, but there's only so much ground one guy right. can cover. Next year you have um, help.
1: Next year you're going to have somebody with you. I'm
3: telling you, uh, yeah, I'll be there. Be much appreciated. And we got to bring camping chairs. Yeah. So I'm not sitting on the curb like a chooch anymore. You gotta, <laughs> you go. So,
2: listen, this uh this wraps it up, man. We uh, you had a full you had a full workload here, a full boatload from your G Gen guys. Um, you know, we talked about uh, an array of things. We had reviews. Show reviews, we had New York Comic Con, we had it all today, Theater Room 59, man. We are approaching some crazy, crazy numbers as a group. We're approaching the ever-elusive 1,000 on YouTube. We're well over 1,000 on TikTok. We're approaching 500 on Twitch. Um, we're doing some incredible things right now just as a group. There's a lot. hmm a lot coming down the pipeline. There's a lot of secrets coming down the pipeline Mm. that not even members of G-Gen know. So there's a lot Mm. going on behind. There's a lot of looks. You see that? There's a lot of looks right now. There's a lot going on. There's a lot of exciting times. And quite frankly, like I say it all the time, I say as a group, there's no better group, there's no better vibe than hanging out with a group of guys who, who work, dads, husbands, are stuck working sixteen hours a day, yeah. um, you know, and and really just come home and vibe out to just everyday stuff like movies and shows and music and anything entertainment wise. Um, so hopefully you connect with us better than you connect with most. Uh, thank you, we appreciate you very much, Sparta Chris. Go ahead and take us out, bro. Well,
1: we got he already mentioned all the socials. We also got some Patreons. You'll start getting the theater rooms early on Patreon, uncut, unedited. Yeah keep an eye out on the YouTube for the, uh, for the edited versions. And when I say edited, you know, some of the adult stuff will be left in there, but we're going to keep it short and sweet and, uh, you know, keep an eye out for the gaming too. Right now, the captain Scythe, and zuplex have been killing it on Fortnite. Uh, Steve and I finished, uh, it takes two and we're about to jump into a way out. If you've played that, you know what to expect. And that's a uh, great, that's a great
4: great game. I
1: played a little bit of it. I can't wait to finish it. And, uh, it's October, man. Some horror games are coming your way. I already did a little Nightmares a little bit on uh, Twitch, and I'm going to be bringing Resident Evil. Probably Resident Evil 7, PS5 upgrades. Um, So we got a lot going on, man. Thank you guys so much for taking the hour with me, and uh, we'll see you guys next time on the Theater Room Podcast. Episode 60, the Big 6-0. Catch
0: you later.